0: up, everybody? Welcome to the Fresh Takes Gaming Podcast, episode, episode, what number, 19?
1: I don't know. <laughs> it's episode, like, uh, episode
0: 19. Yes, 19, 19 episodes so far. Welcome. I am one of your hosts, Bub Drum, joined by the Fresh Takes Gaming Brawlhalla champion, Supreme, the DS <laughs> Claw.
1: What's up, everybody? How are you?
0: Doing well. It feels like it has been forever... This has been a crazy last few weeks, not being able to do the show, <laughs> then getting like one show in there, which was our Brawlhalla event and then off last week again. Yep. Due to some like last minute extended family visiting from out of town stuff, so it's like, well, you, you know, you got to you got to entertain people, so we're back. And I feel Boom. I feel good, but I'm feeling off. I'm not feeling like I know what the hell I'm doing. Which is n- no change from the norm usually, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. But I feel like uh, I'm a little off. So this this could be uh, a crap storm of a show. But buckle your seatbelts, strap in. We're gonna do it anyway.
1: I'm sure it's gonna be fine.
0: It'll be fantastic. And if it's not, it'll still be Hashtag fantastic. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. So, uh yeah, I like I said I'm Bub Drum, this is DS Claw. We do this every Friday try to uh every Friday, nine PM Eastern time here on Mixer. What is up, nightmare? How are you doing tonight? <laughs> for the majestic welcome delicious Hello everyone. Plame Claw, that's right. <laughs> uh we like say we do this every Friday night, nine PM Eastern time here on Mixer, and then we upload the audio portion of the podcast the following Monday f- across every podcast platform whatever you listen to you can find us there just search fresh takes gaming all one word you will find us there and you can just listen to us listen to us in audio format Um, if you want to support the show we have donations up via our player.me page if you um want to donate any dollar donation goes a long way and we really appreciate it or if you want to get some sweet sweet fresh takes gaming threads we have a merch room. Merch room up. It is merchroom.com/freshtakesgaming, and you can find out uh, t shirt hoodies, all sorts of nice stuff there. Coffee mugs. So yeah, check it out. Ugh. that is not what I wanted to type. How did that? Why did that go in there? I've tried messing with my bot today, and it's it's the bot's drunk already. <laughs> go on bot, you're drunk But yes, yeah, so we missed quite a few weeks of some gaming news You know, I had a list to go over oh. that But man, it's uh,
1: It's been, it's it's been just, deep, it's been it's, a lot There's
0: just been so, so much Going on That trying to catch back up Or <laughs> says Anthem 76, should I be triggered And offended <laughs> like the rest of society <laughs> So we're going to touch on that That's the overarching larger topic this evening We're just going to touch on games as a service uh, we've touched on that before on here in different capacities, but I think we're going to go a little deeper than the surface level of just, you know, shit talking on destiny. Um, <laughs> like we do sometimes okay, we'll try, <laughs> Yeah, we'll do our best. Right. But yeah, there's there was so much gaming news going on and I had a huge list of things. I was like, man, there's no way we're going to get this done in an hour or an hour and a half. Cause sometimes we go over, it's just not going to happen. So. It's, uh, yeah, we're just going to focus on a few things and just kind of dive into the overarching topic tonight, but more importantly, DS Claw, what are you playing?
1: Well, I just got done doing a run through with uh nightmare 96 here on, um, resident evil five. Uh, did a little bit, I did a impromptu stream on Terraria today. We've been doing resident evil six as well. Awesome.
0: awesome. Um,
1: I finally beat my. No, I didn't. I didn't beat. I was in the airport and I almost beat. Uh, you have to build a boat. Almost beat it.
0: Almost beat. You have to build a boat. That's sweet, man. <laughs> You've talked about that mobile game quite a bit. That quite
1: a bit. fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> it's addictive, man. But uh, yeah, so I, I I've been kind of been a little bit all over the board. Uh, got back into doing some cosplay stuff. I forced myself to make time at night to to start doing it again. Just about had the spear of leonidas prototype done and then i'll make yeah. the real one so
0: i saw stoked. the picture i saw the picture of that man he posted in the uh, in the fresh takes discord it looks it looks pretty sweet what you've been working on so far yes. with that with that spear leonidas canonical thanks for sh- popping in man appreciate it so yeah that's awesome man um i love that sticker it's good stuff it's good stuff uh so me i've been on anthem I've been on Anthem a little bit. I'm doing a slow yeah, burn. I'm doing a little bit. I'm doing well. I'm doing a slow burn with it, and that's that's purposeful. I'm doing a, I'm, yeah, slow burn with okay. it. So, and we're glad to have you, man. Uh, doing a slow burn with Anthem, and of course, Ring of Elysium is just gorgeous, beautiful, lovely game. I had my probably my best game to date. Um, earlier this week, cause I was just like, you know, you've done it before. You're like, well, I don't really want to stream tonight. I'm just going to hop in a game or two. It's not worth, you know, firing up the whole stream Crazy. thing. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to record. i just, I just want to play.
1: Yeah. That's when you do good though.
0: <laughs> exactly. I end up getting up with some random squad and they're actually doing, um, they're actually chatting like, which doesn't happen. Like, they're in-game in, in game chat. They're like, hey, they're marking stuff, doing stuff. Like, Oh, my gosh, people not – they're playing the right way. This is amazing. They're playing yeah. as a team. I know. So I'm, I'm putting <laughs> oh stuff in like, hey, anybody need these par- gun parts or ammo for this? And we're just all communicating. It was a great time. We end up – squad of four of us. One guy dropped. He fell out of the match early. We end up making it to the helicopter, which is – this is the game-winning mechanic. There's a rescue helicopter that comes into the final circle of the zone, and you have to – expose yourself basically by climbing up a rope ladder to get a seat in the helicopter which happens more often than not you get taken out trying to climb up that rope ladder so we uh had five kills i was owning it man i was i was in another another world five kills three of us the last three of us all made up the rope ladder and got got aboard the helicopter in one i was like this is amazing so anyway ring of elysium (laughs) That's you'll hear me talk about it frequently because I'm in love with this game. It's my battle royale of choice. Uh, not saying other battle royals are crap. This is just the one for me. You know, you find that game that works for you, you just that's what you play. Yes. So that's what I've been doing. I what else did I play? I wanna say I played something else recently. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe I didn't. No, <laughs> I, I think you're playing this is amazing. No, I remember
1: I there was there was some oh what the fuck was it? i saw a random title pop up on one of your uh i did some creative
0: i did some creative streams i was making um um, i was making uh some touch portal icons in uh photoshop so i did some creative streams doing some photoshop work um i'm trying but i can't remember i thought
1: (laughs) which doctor nice can't
0: can't can't remember the canonical baby says playing through some old school command and conquer red alert 2 uncharted the nathan drake collection so any of classics on the switch and i just finished up diablo 3 season 16 journey with the White, with the witch doctor nice dude love diablo 3
1: yeah I witch doctor is pretty dope character
0: it is dope it is dope
1: kind of kind of rough to begin with but once you can start summoning all the minions and stuff yeah you get all those area of effect attacks pretty that, good shit
0: that's how i was with the monk the Monk was really hard for me starting off in that game. For some yeah, reason. I like the Monk.
1: I, I, I know. I, I'm i trash, but I love, uh, I love the Crusader.
0: Hey, that's wrong the Crusader, it. man. Yeah. That's wrong with Crusader. So, that's what we're getting into. That's what we've been playing, kind of doing with our separate streams. And if you want to check out any of our separate streams, you can just shoot us with a follow on our Mixer channels, Mixer.com slash Bubdrum or Mixer.com slash Claw. DS Claw slash DS Claw. My mistake. Cause I know you, I you're, trying, you're still it. trying to get everything it. switched over and, and all the same. So, all good. Mixer.com, DS Claw slash DS Claw. So, uh, Kanonka Bacon says, yes, and the D3 port to Switch was surprisingly well done. That's what I've heard. If I get a Switch, I would definitely want to get, get Diablo on that. Portable Diablo is just, and not portable as in mobile Diablo. Uh, in a sexual full-fledged game Diablo on the Switch would be sweet. Um, I'm going to acquire... The... 996 says he's going to acquire the brand, the DS Claw, before this imposter does. Right? Uh, okay, good luck uh, Good luck with that. <laughs>
1: this <laughs> fucking dude, I'm telling you. This <laughs> <It's> it. nightmare <laughs> guy, man. I'll
0: tell you what. But, um, yeah, so, moving on. And if I smack my lips a lot tonight, it's probably because I've already had a large glass of wine, and now I'm drinking a cider, so... There's that <laughs> there's that so so some, some kind of big news for game pass for Xbox uh, just cause 4 is has dropped this week for oh. for game pass subscribers um, that's not that old of a game I I mean really you know I'm just kind of like okay that's I mean that's great add more cur- more current titles to the library I mean I'm always Always a fan of that. Um, I'll probably download and play because I've heard really good things about the Just Cause series. I never got into it. Um, I have the third one, but I just never, um, yeah, just never played it. So going to probably do that. Are you a Just Cause fan at all? You ever dive into those?
1: I, I, I haven't. I've i always been really intrigued by the, the physics mechanics in it. Yes. Um, I think that that's the huge selling point of the game uh, to anybody. I just, I've never really messed with it too much. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I can't remember what I was doing in my life when the first one came out, but I, I kinda missed the bus like most games.
0: That's it. Hey, no and, problem. Uh,
1: <laughs> um so I do plan on playing him, but Yeah. Just not right this second.
0: Yeah, man. But yeah, I think that's I mean more current titles coming in Game Pass, I think, is is sweet. So um, oh since The other game I was playing, Crackdown 3. I've been playing some Crackdown 3. There you go. Here and there. That was it. That was it. So. Uncle Bacon says, predictions for March 12th. I'm really hoping for Master Chief collection on PC and Game Pass expansion to include PC. Well, part, well. Part of Game Pass does include some PC games. It's not all inclusive though. That's 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 the that's the catch. So I think it's all the Microsoft Studio exclusives or all play anywhere titles, which you can get on PC through the Microsoft store as part of your Game Pass. Um, but not every title. So and yeah, Master Chief Collection, I think they're gonna add Reach. Halo Reach, there's some rumors about that. Um yeah, best that point Halo on. Reach will be patched in. yeah man, armor lock for the win. <laughs> <laughs> no nightmare loves it, so uh, that's what I think is going to happen. Um, in my in the Master Chief Collection on PC, yeah, I think would be part of that announcement as well. So, yeah, yeah, be excited to see that. You know, we'll find out next week for sure what that all is going to wind up being. But, um, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, what else? Oh, more Xbox news. I gotta watch. I gotta watch. Blah, 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 blah. Amateur hour here. And I have alcohol in me. So, good stuff. I'm going to tum- tumble over my words left and right. It's fantastic. A disc list, got to be careful when I say that, Xbox One <laughs> S is due out in May. Uh, this comes from Eurogamer. Uh, the Just Cause 4 uh, announcement I got from Eurogamer as well. So, this is what was touted as Project Maverick. That was teased about is basically an all digital Xbox One S, uh, which we've talked about for a while. I think you know we've had our inklings that they're going to do something like this. I tweeted about a while ago that they'd release a It may have been a year ago almost now. I remember tweeting something about like they're going to do like a Game Pass. Yep, hard you know hard drive only edition of an Xbox console and. Basically, that's what it sounds like they're doing. Here we are. <laughs> um no no disk drive in it. Or Blu-ray drive rather in it. So is that going to I mean that should you would think drop the the price of the console. Should. Should, right? Less hardware. Um, less manufacturing costs. So the thing I don't know is the size of the hard drive they're gonna include in it. Is it gonna be a one terabyte or five hundred gig? Don't know. Um, I have a feeling it'll include some sort of Game Pass trial, maybe 3 months of Game Pass included in it. Um, we still don't know everything about it yet, but I think this is, you know, we we kind of saw the writing on the wall with this, right? With their, mm-hmm. you know, their cloud future that they've always been touting. So uh, I think it's one step in that direction. And I think they want to get into the hands of more consumers. They know they're they're trying to play catch up to PS4. They they just are. Yeah. So if they can get the price point to where the, to where it can be a huge competitor or consideration not competitor huge consideration for households that want a second console right they already have a ps4 they already have a switch Mm -hmm. but the $200 $250 is just kind of like not for an xbox one i'm not gonna pay 250 to just play a crackdown or gears of war that's not for me but if they get like 150 and they can play they those, could, those could, yeah. exclusive titles, you know, like Crackdown, The Gears of War series, stuff like that. That's really tempting, you know. That's half. That's the half price point of a low-end cell phone, smartphone nowadays. So, you know,
1: I think I think it would be good, and I think especially we're going to start seeing more of a push for it. And I think that really they might actually eat the cost a little bit. I don't know if they'd even. They might try to just break even for console sold, as far as like making price point on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. because you have like Epic entering the 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 fray now in a big way with their games, and you have all these other streaming services that are getting in there. They they have to stay competitive.
0: Yeah, they do. No, absolutely. Conkobing says, meal of the Throne a year, Game Pass to drive sales the di- of the uh, discless Xbox." Uh yeah, I was saying 3 months, um just get people in that kind of ecosystem to try it out for 90 days, you know? Um but maybe a year, maybe they will sweeten the pot even more, but maybe a year. Uh include with that. I think you know the price is really is what's going to make or break this, being a, being successful for them. I think if they come in at 199 or 179, people aren't going to go for it. It's not going to be this like Wow, price point—it's just gonna yeah. be, meh. One forty-nine, I think, or, or even less than one forty-nine. Said they blew off the doors and just said ninety-nine bucks. Here it is, because we—I mean, I don't even know if we—if we have an idea of footprint, it. is it the same footprint of the current S or is it going to be more compact because it doesn't need that disc drive in it? Not sure yet.
1: I don't know. They might really focus on making their money on like uh the gold the gold membership and i don't know that could go a lot of different
0: ways well we've always and that's the thing we've always said microsoft is you know all about the services the things they offer for the gamer you know per dollar you, you can't beat them on that you know, um, and the things you do for the community, just in general overall. You know, you know we talked about the adaptive controller. We talked about Game Pass. Yep. Talk about you know the games with gold, which you know PSN does their you know their version of that as well. Um, uh, so, you know, lots, lots of stuff. And Nightmare says people forget that, too that Xbox is no, it's not their only moneymaker. No. Very true. Very <laughs> true. Yeah, it's. Um,
1: we know it's not the Hololens, but.
0: Hey, HoloLens 2 got dropped, man. It's coming out. It's out or it's already out. It's announced. Pre-orders are up, I think.
1: A lot of interesting stuff going on there, too.
0: Yeah, well, can we can do a little sidebar of some tech stuff. So HoloLens 2 got dropped. Still being marketed more towards a commercial product, not, not for a consumer uh, mm-hmm. or a home consumer use. They also dropped a new Connect. A lot of people aren't talking about that. Everything's Hololens, Hololens, Hololens. Yes, buried in some of these articles. Let me pull it up.
1: Oh, do tell.
0: They have a new Connect. I think it's like four or five hundred dollars.
1: Oh my Um, God.
0: It's for again. It's for uh, yeah, February twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. Oh, The Verge. I don't. I'm sorry, not trash talking The Verge. Just gonna skip past their article on it. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh yes. What <clears throat> was this? Nope. That is old trash. No, uh, no, is old man, trying to, trying to find this stuff, man. Uh new connect. There we go. Um, The heck, this process. Okay, so I guess the Verge is the only place I can go to get news on this, which I'm not a, <laughs> super stoked about. Um, so I'll put the link in here. Oh gosh, video. Now pause that crap. So yes, no, the Connect isn't dead. It looks completely different than the uh, footprint of the uh, previous one. It's gonna be three ninety nine. I'll oh, paste this link in chat. Three ninety nine, it's gonna be Microsoft has designed this new connect to be primarily used with Azure, the company's cloud based service for computer vision and speech models. Microsoft's planning to release a range of SDKs for the new Azure Connect and developers will need to port any existing Connect Windows apps over this new platform as they won't work directly with this new Connect model. So yeah, um, I mean it seems pretty much like a they've shrunk it down. Oh, it has a seven-microphone array inside of it, compared to the four-microphone one in the previous generation, and an upgraded RGB camera capable of thirty-eight forty by twenty-one sixty images. And the depth sensor is the same one found on the Hololens two. Um, so definitely a hot, definitely a bigger resolution for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and better microphones, so. That that also dropped in the, in the tech world. So yeah, that's that.
1: That's surprising to me. I I really like. There were some games that came out on the Connect I really loved. There's a lot of people that hated on the Kinect and really didn't like it, but I enjoyed it. That was
0: I never had one. It was really cool. I missed the boat on that.
1: Fuck! I still got one, bro. I'll send it to you.
0: All right, man. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do this. I see me jumping around and doing crazy stuff, man be awesome. What else? Uh, okay. says Connect was awesome. It was great for family stuff. Yes, that's what I've pretty much seen all these for all the family stuff. They were pretty, pretty awesome for it. Um, horrible transition from family stuff into the next topic, which definitely is going to be kind of sensitive subject material. So... Give you a few seconds for audio listeners if you want to skip ahead, maybe I don't know, five minutes or so. I cover this.
1: (laughs) Oh, this is gonna be good. Now
0: Now is the time, okay? So, this is coming from uh, Business Insider. This is, t- this is, this is just, it's a sensitive subject material, guys. Just let you know. So a video game about rape has been pulled from oh. steam for posing unknown costs and risks. Again, this comes from business insider. Um, the game titled rape day has been removed from the steam platform. And I'll read a little bit about this uh, from this article on Business Insider. I'll post the link in chat if you want to follow along or reference later. Steam, the most popular platform for PC gaming, will no longer release Rape Day, a controversial video game from the indie developer Deskplant centered around committing sexual violence against women. While the game was viewable in the Steam store for weeks and was scheduled for an April 2019 release... Steam now says Rape Day presents unknown costs and risks to its business. In the past, Steam has been vocal about its desire to protect the free speech interests of the developers who release their games on the platform. Last year, after pulling a game called Active Shooter, which simulated a school shooting, Steam said it would strive to allow any game on the platform regardless of content, so long as it wasn't illegal or straight up trolling. Mm-hmm. The creator of Rape Day, Deskplant, said they followed Steam's policies and disclosed the game's offensive content before it was listed on the store. Like other games with sexual content, Rape Day was hidden from Steam's usual search results, but searching the exact title or the word rape alone would allow users to see and access the game's Steam listing. Users were not able to pre-purchase the game, but they could add it to their wishlist while Steam completed their content review. To go one
1: further, yeah, yeah, it says Rape Day would allow the player to verbally harass, kill people, and rape women as part of the core gameplay loop. He goes on, this is interviewing the developer, it says, I have not broken any rules, so I don't see how my game could get banned unless Steam changes their policies. The developer wrote on, on the game's website, my game was properly marked as adult with a thorough description of all the potentially offensive content before the coming soon page went live on steam.
0: Man, this is, this is a uh, tough subject, man. Canoco bacon says, I think steam's hands-off approach on content was only setting them up for regrets later on. I agree with that. So I am all about freedom of creation, right? Allowing people to create what they want to create, how they want to create it. However, <laughs> there is a line with that that needs to be drawn. If you're, if you're a developer and you want to create a game that has explicit content in it, okay, I'm not, against, you know, Technically, Mortal Kombat. It has explicit content in it, right? It's pretty. It could be pretty jarring. Some of those fatalities and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But there is a line, like, where the gameplay loop, like you described, Claw from the article, like this is this is your this is your game. This is your gameplay loop. There's some. I'm just gonna call it out. of This. There's something wrong with you. Like, straight up. Like, you're. you're you're creating a game about raping people and putting guns to females' heads to and and abusing them. There's something wrong with you. Uh, you're you're like like on the same line as almost you know like making a snuff film at this point, for real. Yeah. Um. Now, granted, snuff film you know, would be real people. This is you know fictional characters in a video game, but the. The theme is still there, and the the intent behind it is still there. As part of the gameplay loop, and it's just, ah, it's just terrible, man. I mean,
1: yeah, it's it's a it, it is a travesty. I like the the whole idea behind rape. It's not it's not sexual. It's that's that's not what the deal is. The entire intent behind it is is power, right? Right. So letting a game sit there where you can hone your Hone that desire, and I'm not. I'm not a proponent of video games cause violence and shit like that. But I think there is a point where you're starting to exercise real guttural, kind of horrid spots of humanity, and and the more you practice those, the more the more danger it starts becoming to other people and yourself. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And. I, I, th- I don't think the world would be any better of a place with it being live. I don't think that anybody's going to be really missing out on not being able to kind of practice those. And I know that it's going to surface somewhere else. Um, and yeah. unfortunately, just due to the type of popularity that it's getting in the media right now, this podcast included at this point, um, people are going to end up checking it out. Just right. if only to see how bad it really is. So it's right. probably going to go further than it would have initially.
0: Right. But I guess the other thing is too. Uh, what is Valve or Steam's role in all of this? I mean, no one was able to buy the game, or pre, you know, pre-purchase. it. They could add it to their wish list, and they could. It was re, it was restricted from their normal, you know, search library unless you searched the exact game or a term within that within that game. It wasn't like public facing. Essentially, you had to go look for it. So, is there really any? Do you think there is any responsibility on Steam or Valve for this, since it never got in the hands of anyone? Right, no one was able to purchase it or download it.
1: As as far as as far as what, like as far as what, what responsibility? Do you to think? Them?
0: I mean, do you think that it shouldn't even been listed? I guess on their store to begin with.
1: Well, <clears throat> and I, if all you have to do is go to the Steam page and and see how. Much shit content gets uploaded for review at any given point.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, if I tried to make a game, I put it up there, I would still have the same kind of exposure that this game had. Uh, and I am willing to bet that I have far less ability than anybody out there. Um, and that kind of review process, it's the same trouble that YouTube runs into. There's so much stuff that's submitted that has to enter that queue before it's deemed. Acceptable or not acceptable, or they're going to push it or they're not going to push it. Um. So I I think it's just kind of a, the nature of the beast. There's going to be good that comes in 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 that way, and there's going to be bad. I think that their kind of hands off approach, like Canonical was talking about up here, uh, with content that gets put up on there. I think it is a bit vague, and I think that they kind of do run the risk of having issues. Um. Like this pop up, but at the same time, I think that it's a part of the marketing strategy for that kind of shit, anyways. Because even negative publicity is still publicity, so more people are probably going to check out Steam than were initially.
0: That's true, so they're still gonna win either way. True, Mm. canonical in chat says, Yes, games allow players to experience narrative and situations. Which push light and dark fantasy well beyond what one can reasonably set slash safely experience in real life. I know there are games where killing other NPC uh, NPCs or players are expected, but usually it's in the circumstance of fighting evil or competition. I have a hard time seeing appreciable, valuable appreciate, appreciable. I can't say this word. Have hard time seeing value. Let's just say it that way. Value in a game which promotes <laughs> sexual assault and abuse. It promotes marginalizing humans in a way that's ethically questionable at best and disgusting at worst. Well stated. Well stated, canonical.
1: Yeah, no, and I, I 100% agree with that. And I yeah. think that that was, that was the core of what I was trying to say earlier, and it's the intent behind it. Um, for just 100% just trying to exercise your will upon somebody else imposing your will upon somebody else like that. Um, and that's pretty much the basis of the game. There's nothing that you get intrinsic out of that other than being a, a degenerate piece of shit, human being. So there you have it. Not a fan.
0: Nope. Not at all. Never says love to hang. We're going to do some film time. Have a great evening podcast and Jensen chat. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight, Nightmare. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, Nightmare. How yeah. we going, man? Yeah, man. <laughs> hashtag blame cloth. That is the hashtag of the night. Word. Thank you for the host, Nightmare. Much appreciated. Oh. Okay, so heavy stuff. So we're going to move on. In other news. Good old Games, or GOG, or GOG Galaxy, as they're as they're known, has released Diablo on its platform. As you know, GOG is a DRM-free gaming uh, distribution platform like Steam, um, which is great. So you can get Diablo One in all its glory on GOG right now. This comes from Eurogame. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's for ten bucks. The pair have signed a deal to bring... So, they've brought, they're have brought. bringing back Warcraft. GOG and Blizzard have brought Diablo 1 back from the dead, and it's available right now for the first time ever on digital distribution. That's not all. The pair have signed a deal to bring Warcraft, Orcs and Humans, and Warcraft 2 back. But no word on when. And there will be more information on that soon. So... Uh, I loved
1: Warcraft and Warcraft 2. I love the fuck out of those games, yeah, man. man. It's
0: pretty great. So there's some, actually some updates with this version of Diablo. Um, one is the, <laughs> the warts-and-all Diablo 1 from 1996 with classic Battle.net multiplayer matchmaking support. The other is an updated DX version of Diablo 1 optimized for Windows 10. It means It's like a remaster. I would read that as remastered. Hopefully this will serve. Canonical says hopefully this serves as a wake up to Valve Steam, not to set to set or to set some guidelines, not handcuffs for developers going forward. Yes, I appreciate and we will likely collect a copy of the original Diablo. It's nice to see where we came from, even if the old Blizzard games pale in comparison to their more modern equivalents. Very true, very true. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about picking this up too, man. It's just there's some nostalgic kind of thing going on there with it, you know. You can't, yep. You can't be but so mad about that, right? I mean, old pixelated
1: school. but good business models. It yep. was amazing
0: it was good it was amazing ah <laughs> oh, yes 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 <laughs> so the updated version doesn't have battle net support but does have direct ip multiplayer specifically mm-hmm. the updates the updates include resolution and refresh rate control up to 4 and 8k damn up to 4, four and 8K aspect ratio, correct upscaling, borderless window mode, and vertical synchronization control. There are bug fixes too. Good to know you fixed some bugs in your game. From 1996 for the re-release in 2019. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is the world we live in, man. It's good stuff. Uh, the author goes on to note, I've played both modes and noticed little difference. I actually prefer the 20 fps original which works fine on windows 10 you may want to lower your mouse sensitivity in windows to stop whizzing around oh and i couldn't find anyone to test battlenet multiplayer but everything looks in working order <laughs> and my how charmingly how charming retro is uh yeah better value than wortswear is guaranteed <laughs> for sure for sure uh, where, sorry, so yeah, I mean that's 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 some that's some good good news. I like that. That's pretty cool. I, I like cool. that. That's yeah. that's fun stuff. Um, and the other piece of news, this is pretty big too. Announcement is that uh, EA will skip an E3 press conference this year. So, really? Yeah, kind of following the uh, following suit with Sony not showing up to E3 this Interesting. year. Interesting.
1: Cause... I wonder if it's because they're trying to focus all their power on getting sued. Maybe. Maybe that's what's going on.
0: Could be it. Could be it. <laughs> you
1: never yeah, know. Yeah, Fortnite. Fortnite getting some again.
0: Yeah, always. Always. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. EA, skipping E3. Uh, again, this comes from Eurogamer. I guess I got a lot from Eurogamer this week oh well um so in lieu of the E3 press conference this year EA will once again put on its annual pre-E3 fan event EA Play and broadcast live streams from there focused on specific games and developers interesting it's a shame to see another big big name pull out of E3 press conference this year PlayStation you know isn't turning up either um so, the release calendar for EA this year, so this play event they're going to do, looks like it'll include Respawn, Star Wars, Jedi, Fallen Order, Need for Speed, and Plants vs. Zombie games, to name a few. Um, that's re- There was a really short article, wasn't a whole lot of info on it. Um, I mean, I guess there's not really a whole lot of info to be said if they're like, yeah, we're not doing an E3 press conference, <laughs> we're just doing our EA plays event instead. Um, interesting. Does this kind of speak to the fact that the the way of the big game show is is fizzling out? That's not what people want. Because uh, to me, I mean, E three is great, right? I, when I watch the E three press conferences and things like that, you're going through however long of a time to get to maybe the one title you're you're a fan of, or the one the one IP you're a fan of, right? Yeah. I think a lot of people. Go ahead.
1: I think a lot of people um, forget that E3 is actually not about consumer. It's it's really it's it's a it's a B2B market. It's business to business is what their demographic they're going for. It's supposed to be businesses uh, kind of like seeing what techs out there and what they can incorporate into their own business model and meet their own needs. Uh, The fact that the public can go in there is a little bit. It's cool, but it's it's not the goal of E3. never has been.
0: Right. Right. No, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I see your point with that. And I think it's lost that B2B side of it over the last few years since yeah. so many uh, – there's been so many press passes granted or influencers. <laughs> yep. It's yep. the whole idea of you know online influencers coming in that are gamers and personalities and stuff like that. And then – open it up to general public and stuff like that to come in there and, and see what's what I think it's kind of shifted from that original B2B um, sort of model. And now it looks like they're shifting away from it completely by doing their own hosted play event. So.
1: Well, what about uh PAX and, and um, South by Southwest, those, those events are still huge. They're still massive. Yeah, and I think if anything, like South by Southwest is actually getting bigger at this point.
0: I <clears throat> see. Well, see, like the PAX and the South by Southwest, I think is more catered to the consumer.
1: Yes, that's the right. goal. Is, right. Yep.
0: I'm into the gamer. So I think I don't think those are ever going to go away. But the but E three getting these big names pulling out of their press conference. What is E3 going to be now? I mean, there's still going be some big uh, names there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah.
1: Hopefully it's going to be the little guys.
0: Indies all day, baby.
1: I oh, I can only pray. But I don't know. I think we're still going to see it. And I think that we'll still see those guys, whether it is their own individual event that they kind of put on and try to get going. Um I don't know. I see all of it as kind of hopefully I see the good in it Uh, because the more like conventions and stuff like that that are that are based in this industry, um, the more opportunities it creates for people to go to and for things to get seen. Um, Maybe they'll actually have one that I can get to that isn't a huge pain in the ass. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we've talked <laughs> so, about that. I I kind of gave up on the on the on the GoFundMe E3 thing for Fresh Takes Gaming. I do not really think yeah. that was a good idea at first. We were excited. I'm just like, eh. Think but but maybe it, this, hey, this is a good idea. Maybe because everybody's pulling out of E3, maybe it's a good thing we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but there's yeah, still
1: I, some yeah, I don't know. I think there's enough there that it'll still warrant, and we'll see kind of what happens with the new consoles coming out and stuff like that we'll see what happens. I think a, a big part of everybody being hesitant is getting geared up for the new console surge.
0: Yeah. So, yeah.
1: I think that's part of what's playing into it.
0: Sure. Sure.
1: Once it's out we'll probably see them all back.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. But I like the idea of of more focused specific events, right? Play events like hey, you don't need to want to sit through a whole E3 press conference Like you did years prior Guess what We're going to have this play event over two days Multiple streams going on at one time From from different gamers That are playing these games that are coming out So you get yeah. to see gameplay footage Which is what people care about Trailers will get you hyped yep. But core gameplay So I like this idea of Them having multiple streams or a schedule Of like what games what So you can just be like okay 4 o'clock you know if if you're big into the Madden games or whatever Ooh. like okay you can watch Madden okay if you're big into the Star Wars stuff okay Star Wars is going to be at this time you know you can tune in and watch yep. it i like that idea and i have a feeling PlayStation is going to do more kind of that sort of thing too um i think they may have mentioned something similar to it already but yeah man so think...
1: along that that same kind of vein what do you think about the Halo deal that's going out the Halo the tour the tour the yeah tour i can't thing? remember the name of
0: it. yeah the experience i can't but, remember Well, i mean
1: the halo experience is going to major cities it's like a five four or five day five five
0: five freaking cities none i near know me. one's by me
1: i'm going i'm fucking going Dude, just go. so we all please know, please, going.
0: please video i'll report live from the event. Please, please do because nothing near me and i'm like this is garbage <laughs> just straight garbage like really you going to Philadelphia? <laughs> I can guarantee you right now. You want now, to go to Philly? <laughs> I can guarantee you right now. If there's one city on earth that needed saved by Master Chief, Philadelphia ain't going to be it. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee you right now. Shit. I used to live in Pennsylvania, so I can say this. I can guarantee you I've been to Philly. Now, Halo Master Outpost Chief, Discovery, we, that's, that's what it is. If we come to find out Master Chief is a fan of cheesesteaks, then maybe we'll reconsider. But that has yet to be divulged. In the Halo <laughs> and universe, okay? We do not know if Master Chief likes cheesesteaks. If he's
1: got a hankering for a good Philly cheese.
0: If he does, then maybe he'll save it. There's, There's, There's hope. There's hope. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so
1: that, that kind of interactive experience, I think that that kind of stuff coming from IPs, if we took it to that level where we're talking about doing um, play events and things like that, uh, I, I would almost predict... That in coming years we'll see stuff come out of PlayStation, Xbox, uh, you know, your big titles where they take those different things and like their big IPs. Whether that's uh, you go out and you get to go hang out with cosplayers that are dressed up as Alloy from from Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. and you get to go walk around in like a little made up set of that, and then like uh, Banjo Kazooie or fucking like Crash Bandicoot and all that kind of shit and you get to go experience those games and actually like flesh out that lore. I think where we start seeing that mixed reality kind of version of stuff kind of come into play. I think that's going to be where, where we're going to start seeing a lot of stuff go. I really do.
0: I, I mean, I like the idea. I'm totally, wrong. I, I'm, I'm totally down with it, man. I think, you know, obviously this outpost discovery is, is, is it's, is new, right? It's new for an IP yes. to do this. It's in its infancy. I wish it the biggest success because that, like you said, that'll mean more IPs or more more companies will get on board with doing things like this, and they'll do a larger tour than five cities. <laughs> I'm in Virginia, man. We're, like, right in the middle of the East Coast. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Strategically located. <laughs> Couldn't find Full anywhere in DC. You got to have the cheese whiz. Come on. Got have to have it wit. Got to have it wit. But anyway, yeah, man. I'm glad you're getting ready I'm glad you're gonna be going to that. That's awesome.
1: I will report live from it. I will please, I will make do. sure that I do.
0: Please do, please do. Um but yeah, that'd be that's interesting to see, you know, hopefully they do that, you know? Um you know, open these this door up to a new sort of multidimensional kind of kind of experience.
1: I, I okay. I I can formulate my thought better. I think that the idea of the core of what I was trying to say was I think that we can see catering to the consumer in such like a specific intimate way by different IP holders out at events like that and then getting back to the business to business or just like the business side of E3 and stuff like that. I think we might see a divergence okay. where they, they start catering to those different crowds in more specific ways instead of trying to merge the two because it used to be that everybody went to E3 to go try to see that kind of shit. But now our culture is acceptable enough and it's and it's big enough, billion-dollar industry, multi-billion-dollar industry, where it can no longer be denied. Mm-hmm. And when you have people shit on an IP, it drastically affects their bottom dollar for their, their entire fiscal year. So if you have a... It's destiny IP, or a fallout is, 76
0: <laughs> or <laughs> i was like you no know, i was laughing the whole time I'm like where is, where's the drop where's the name drop
1: <laughs> so if you have things like that, that that will ultimately hurt the bottom dollar you know we have we've got bit blizzcon um and that does certain things and it does and it's huge in its own right,
0: right.
1: um well, but i think it. we're going to start seeing more stuff like that but it, that is explicitly for the gamer that is not right. for industry tech peeps.
0: Look at look at uh, TenoCon uh, from yep. Digital Extremes for the developers of Warframe. They have that TennoCon. annually every year. I would love to go to one of those, man. That would even, be even cool. even though I'm like super like deep into the lore and grind of the game, I appreciate the game. I think I like the character designs. I love the art direction. I love the gameplay. I would still love to go see that. I would think it'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, I think it'd be neat.
0: All right. Moving on to the bigger topic. Oh my gosh, it's already almost 10 o'clock. We only did like five news stories. And we have a large topic. Golly. A lot of news went down, man. Oh my God. You ain't lying. You ain't lying, man. Okay. So, as the title of this stream states, Anthem 76. And you can see that's kind of a trolley title. That's kind of a clickbaity title. Yeah, I get it. You know what? I'm trying to market the show, okay? Come me some freaking slack. <laughs> okay come at me bro come at me bro could you come up with something better no then shut up (laughs) so and there's been a lot of backlash on anthem we we've all seen it we've all you know probably heard it with our individual circles we've seen tweets we've seen news stories blog posts you name it yes just slamming this game
1: i've seen a lot of good too though
0: have you because i'm having a hard time i'm having a hard time finding those things out there right so people are slamming this game because there is no there is no end game there is no post post story content the the story itself is a what 10 to 12 hour playthrough there's multiple bugs in it it's crashing playstation consoles it's audio yeah, yeah, cutting yeah, yeah. out mid mid game on across all platforms you get this audio bug <clears throat> disconnects this that the other thing right and pure like this is worse than this is just as bad as fallout 76 they're comparing it you know this is you know this is Direct, EA's, yeah. yeah they're they're saying this is you know the the, the bioware or ea version of of fallout 76 Jeez. and to that i'm just like <laughs> I'm like is it though? I'm like I don't know if that's a fair comparison, right? And it... oh, the other thing Anthem is doing they've they've banned some of their players. Some players have been banned from Anthem because of an exploit they discovered. It's not really hacking the game. They're not changing code. They're not doing this. They found that hey, there's a bug in your game that allows me to do this. Not the gamer's fault for discovering it. If anything, you shouldn't ban them. You should applaud them for finding a breaking. Yeah, bug in the game that allows people to basically just get loot.
1: Yeah, just fix it.
0: Don't ban them. Patch it. Say mm-hmm. thanks for bringing this to our attention. We're on it.
1: Yeah, well played, fuckers. We'll let you keep the loot, but I'm watching. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, and I guess this is why it's being compared to you know Fallout 76s. They banned Fallout 76 banned players. It was buggy as all get out for a long, long time. Long, long, long time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when they release patches, it broke other things or brought previous bugs back. You know, whatever. Yeah. My thing is this, and this is maybe an unpopular opinion with the internet. That's the section I do want to get. What the hell?
1: Hi, calculator.
0: I know. Like, what the (laughs) hell? Okay. All the random things to open. Random. (laughs) Didn't even have it open. Wasn't even like minimized or anything. It's like, hello. Um, <laughs> and I, and the last thing I want to do is sound like a corporate apologist that's not me, you know me man you, I don't cut these billion dollar companies any slack, I'm, I am not apologize for nothing, get your shit together make your game right from the get go <laughs> yes. but this ties into the larger issue of games as a service when you're launching games as a service are you cut slack because you can just, oh internet patch it we can we can, it's a game as a service. We can send it out unfinished. We can send it out broken, because we we're still grinding yep. on it to fix those things. That's not uh, that's anti-consumer. Yeah. Right. To me, that's like, hey, you just bought this car. We know that. Not all the tires will fall off at any given time, but one might.
1: <laughs> but don't there, worry. There's it a, there's,
0: work. a ch- there's a chance one might fall off, but you know what? It's okay. We're working on fixing it, but you just continue driving it until we're mm. until we uh, you know get the uh, the recall sent out with NHTSA. Yep, that's kind of the equivalent. I don't think that's right. Right.
1: If, well would you feel better if it was still in if it was still underneath the beta umbrella
0: absolutely or
1: is it because it's it's being released as a full working game right now that
0: i'm looking at it as that's why you're getting you pissed. really you sold you sold me something i paid sixty dollars for something you said here's our game it works i'm assuming it works mm-hmm and it doesn't. The audio cuts out, it's causing things to crash. Now have I experienced all these personally? No. I Have experienced the audio cutout. Oh my god, that is jarring as all hell when it happens. <laughs> You're in the middle of a firefight. Ba, 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 ba. Nothing. Mime time? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's the worst. So you know, and then banning a player because of a bug in your game that you didn't know about, and they they continually you know reaped reward from this bug okay i mean i don't think that's good i don't think that's good pr per se for you in your game i don't think that um you know
1: i'm trying to think what would be a good a good but
0: but here's the thing but at the end of the day And can I a good point to be fair software is more complex than it's ever been more dependent upon the full stack of network infrastructure and it's reached a point where I don't think I can it can be tested feasibly as well as was possible 10 years ago also yeah. very uh, very valid point I was gonna get to that like um, fair the back end of stuff that they have to set up for games as a service with servers and and just how the code interacts with uh, you know a constant persistent you know world or environment with multiple players yeah not easy I don't pretend to understand that. And I guess I think of it as, you know, I guess, you know, maybe I'm not comparing apples to apples in all all respects on this, but here's the thing. And this is what, this is where I'm getting, I'm going to go positive here, man. I'm going positive. Okay. I'm not going to go negative. I like, I like to be salty. Sometimes we all know this. At the end of the day, what it boils down to what made you buy this game? What was it about the trailer, the beta play, etc., that made you say, okay, I'm going to put $60 into this. Was it the fact that you played the game or just watched trailers? And if you played the game and watched trailers or been following this game in the beta form, you knew there were bugs in it already. You knew anything that launches games as a service, as we've seen from Destiny, Warframe, Fallout 76, there's going to be bugs in it. I, I don't know if that should be, I don't know if that's a fair to have that expectation that it's not going to be signed, sealed and delivered, no issues out the gate. But the fact of the matter is what made you buy the game after you played the beta? What made you buy the game after you read reviews? What made you buy the it? It was the fun factor. Did you have fun in that world, in that experience? That's what made you pay the 60 bucks. rebuttals
1: okay so yep. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my deal on that this is where i i'm especially after how much pain has gone on in this past year i think this is where we're going to see the resurg- resurgence of solo player campaigns i think this is where devs try to play it safe and actually be able to control what they can control and the only way we can do that is by Creating a game that is isolated, not multiplayer focused, not not stream centric, but but just like this is a game you play your shit at your house, compare your shit on leaderboard if you want to, but that's as close as you're getting to other people, which is fine. I totally love solo player games. I'm not about being forced into a squad. Mm-hmm. Comment, however, I appreciate that other people are, but. Also, if you're a developer that's doing that, then you are taking on knowing full damn well the kind of infrastructure that you have to have in place, the kind of pain that's gonna be involved in that, you are assuming that risk when you do that. As soon as you make that decision that this is what we're gonna put out, this is our intent, then it better fucking work. And if you don't make it work, then that's on you. So you get to own every bit of it. When when it's successful and everything's amazing and you got the next Fortnite on your hands, you get to like bask in all that glory. If it turns into a complete and utter shit show, then yes, you get to bask in all that too. So I don't like, I feel bad at the same time. I don't feel bad. Like whatever you did this shit to yourself. So do I think it's kind of unfortunate? Yes. Everything that I've seen good about the game, I haven't played it yet. And I I am probably not going to play the fucking game. To be honest, I'm probably not going to play. it. I don't got a hard on for max. I don't, I really don't like being forced into squads and having to go out and do shit with people. Like, I'm good there. Like, I'm all set. Like, I don't, I'm not a battle royale kind of guy. Um, I deal with enough people on a daily basis. When I'm playing video games, I want to fucking just like play a video game and not fucking deal with people. (laughs) So, that's
0: fair, man. (laughs) That is absolutely fair.
1: But what I've seen, I've seen the bad. I've seen like, I've heard all the, it's brick and PlayStations. Like, this thing's atrocious. Um but it's not but it's it's not those are rare instances and i've seen I've seen a lot of heavy handed critics that that I do pay a lot of attention to yeah you know they'll deal some shit on it, but they also at the end of it will say that the game is fun, and when everything's working the way it's supposed to it's a really enjoyable experience um it's a beautiful game it's yes. gorgeous uh the trailers i think that they actually did live up to the hype with the trailers and just how like beautiful those environments are I've watched people stream it and shit like that I've always been massively impressed everything's going to have problems though, and they're going to have to hammer it out yep. when something this big hits and it's a global kind of deal you're going to run into hiccups but maybe they should have kept it in the beta for a little bit longer
0: Yeah, I think the so to backpedal here yes it's broke it's crashing playstations the playstation thing just came up like oh, this past weekend, like mm-hmm. things started trickling out yeah. a little bit. So like, let's just say Monday or so, like Bioware is kind of like, really like, Oh wow, this is a prevalent issue. Next month, March 12th. They're like, we're going to have a patch to fix this March 12th, five days a week, whatever. Boom. So they're on it. Like they're responding. Yeah. They're, they're communicating with their community. They're like, Hey, we know this stuff <laughs> is broke. We are going to fix it. We will have a patch in place. Here's the date.
1: That's, they didn't blame the community.
0: No, that's the thing. They did not blame what? the community. And that's 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 what is no. That's the thing. They're you getting they're getting ahead of it in you know, in a way before the, the the you know the mob mentality really starts getting out of hand. They're getting ahead of it to an extent in in addressing their player base, saying, "Yep, we got reports of this. We've reached out to those people. We verified it." This does seem, appear to be an issue. We're going to have a patch in place with you know, in a week's time. Now, some people, maybe that's too long. Maybe that's too short. I don't know. But I think they want to do it cautiously because, as Canonical Bacon said in chat, the technical aspect of things is much more in-depth and much more mm-hmm. uh, spread out and much more difficult than, than years past with just a single-player, non-online-connected, yep. non-persistent <clears throat> world sort of game. So they want to do this and apply this patch in a way that it doesn't break anything else that's already yeah. work that's consistently working. They don't want to do that. So,
1: well, it seems like they're sticking to the right idea of under promise over deliver. Yeah. Um, which, you know, other games out there could take notice of that kind of approach and maybe do themselves some good. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: But that's the thing. Like, but I, I think
1: it's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be amazing. Give it about three to six months, like Knuckles talking about. I think it'll be great.
0: Yeah. I Let think, him get it hammered out. I think, um, you know, in drawing lines between them and Fallout 76, I don't think it's fair. Because I have yet to hear about anybody that bought a special edition that did not get what was promised to them in that special edition, you know, swag or whatever. <laughs> just saying. And told to deal with it. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, told totally. you. I didn't. I didn't see Bioware come at them and be like, "Oh, you didn't get this thing, this tangible item. Let's give you five dollars of digital currency." Oh, games. Right? Give you five
1: dollars digital currency, but we're gonna make our shit twenty bucks.
0: Yeah, so exactly. Stuck my- exactly. So I don't think that's a fair. I don't think that's a, a fair comparison, right? Um. And I think they they ironed out the whole banning thing of the one or two uh, players that were you know pretty hardcore streamers of it. I think they got all that ironed out. I'm not I'm just sure. I still in a linen bag and I didn't even. I still in a linen bag and didn't even buy the game. Excuse me for yawning there. Long week, guys. Uh, Compensation for having to endure all the bad press. It's true. It's true.
1: It's true. My fucking Twitter feed
0: will not quit blowing up. Exactly. Exactly. So, but I, I got I got I got a
1: sideline for you. This is a quick one. Yeah. So, d- bef- before I derail stuff, are you good? Did you get everything out about Anthem?
0: Well, that was about Anthem, but I'm just thinking like do you th- like you said you you think it's going to force developers back into a single player focused non-online persistent sort of sort of game making. So, do, because of the games as a service model, if you're not nailing it out the gate, it seems like you're doomed. Your title, your title or IPs too. And I'm, I'm not saying, let's just look at, let's look at destiny. Let's just look at still a lot of <laughs> large player base, still large player base, right? Yes. Not near as large as it used to be though, because nope. they made too many missteps with what would be considered games as a service with either their monetization model, mm-hmm. their content drops their uh, reclassification of how they're doing systems in the game, whatever the case yeah. may be, they lost a lot of people because of that. A lot of players because of that. And they dropped out. And now people say oh, anything for, that,
1: oh, that happens if they nerf a weapon at all, like fucking people are up in arms. If they introduce something that looked like it just is a reskin model of whatever the fuck it is, everybody's outraged. Like they're there. They can't win at this point.
0: Right. Right. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, excited for, you know, said Forsaken's brought it back. It's so good. You know, this... I don't doubt that. But that's not... I don't think people like myself It's haven't bought Forsaken, haven't been back to it, haven't been back to the game since Warmind or whatever it was expansion. I was just done. I'm like, this is... Yeah. This is ridiculous. So And a lot of people are in the same boat as me. A lot of yeah. people have gone, gone back. But with games as a service model, it's... The The pressure on the developer or the company, and et cetera, to get so many things right is it's exponentially insane. higher mm-hmm. because it's a living thing that you're constantly yep. trying to please your player base, but also please your stockholders, shareholders, mm-hmm. pay the bills, monetize it. While
1: trying to bring in new people so yeah so it's it's a horrible beast man
0: it it is and this is why i only think the 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 best way to do any sort of games as a service is either you two ways it's a monthly subscription right five ten dollars like wow right let's look at wow what of warcraft five ten dollars and they're constantly adding things, seasons, events, so on and so forth, or just microtransactions. The game is free. We monetize off microtransactions. Those are really the only two ways I see not only the games that are successful with being a games as a service model actually, utilize yeah. the one of those two models.
1: I I would tend to agree. I think that also um companies underestimate how much of an investment is because like, take a look at, you know, we've talked about them a couple times to name drop them with, uh, Warframe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like that's all that company does. Right. No. What else do they do?
0: Uh, they've done some smaller titles,
1: but is it, is it ongoing? No, shit, though? no, no, no. Okay. So like it, it's, it's all based on that one system and, and just fleshing that out and keeping and improving it and working on it. Um, while you might have another team kind of like stray away from the fold and go do it. Same thing with fucking uh WoW to a certain extent. Like there is a core set of that entire infrastructure that is just focused on that game. That's all they do. Yeah. And it seems like a lot of these other people think that they're gonna slap some shit together and fucking be able to like write it out for a couple of years and then be good. True that's that's what happens with destiny that's what happened with destiny one they're like oh yeah we'll fucking get it out it'll be able we'll update it a few times let it play out for a little bit and then we'll bring in the second one and shut down the servers for the first it's it's like the short order of video gaming and it just doesn't work like if you're gonna do it you have to donate the resources
0: you're absolutely right man i mean it's just yeah you have to know what you get into and I think a lot of these companies, like this is Bioware's first first attempt at this style of game, right, mm-hmm. where it is a games a game as a service sort of situation. Um, I think they've they've hit the mark on some things, and then they've missed the mark on mm-hmm. others. Um, the fact that they're communicating as quickly and responding as well as they are, is going to help them tremendously. Yes, so, I think it'll
1: help them retain their audience. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yep. Yeah, but, okay, so enough of that topic. Derail, <laughs> as you were. Fucking Snoop Dogg here on Mixer, dude. Tell me about have it, you, man.
1: Have you, you? You brought up Madden earlier, and I just—he yeah, was then, playing Madden I, the other day. I was, I was watching
0: like, Snoop Dogg. I was like, "Get all. the yeah. fuck out of here, Snoop dude!" Dogg I it. Like, he's, he's, like, he's, he's got a DJ and a laptop in the background, like just doing his thing. Yep. It was like fucking smoking on? a blunt, dude. Fucking yeah. sitting
1: there playing, <laughs> playing Madden. I was like, "Okay, here we are.
0: That's yeah. what we do now." Mixer, Mixer's got Snoop Dogg, man. Yeah,
1: it fucking made me laugh. That's oh, it's all. the best. Props to you, Snoop. Welcome, Snoop. man. Welcome to Mixer Snoop crew. Dogs.
0: Welcome, welcome to Mixer fan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. if you want to co-host Snoop Dogg, let me know. Yeah, yeah there Be you go. Glad to have you on. We should bring,
1: we should bring him on the show.
0: Let, let us know what you're into, man. What, Reach what, you, out, think, hit him what up. you think of video games. Yeah, for real. I'll hit him up. I got his PR contact. I like you know.
1: Fucking make it happen, don't talk about it. Be about it, bud. <laughs> I'll be about
0: <laughs> it. Why the hell not, man? Why the hell not? Fucking A, dude. What was he going to say? No? Okay. That's cool, man. Yes. Yes,
1: Jack Black. He's doing uh, Jablonski Games right now. Oh, and really? filming Jumanji.
0: Yep. I didn't know that. Dude, I love that Jumanji yes. remake, man. That Jumanji remake was so good. It was better than it had any right being.
1: No, he's on YouTube. Yep, he's on YouTube. Okay, You're he's right. on YouTube. Wait, yes. I think we should try to bring him on, too. Yeah, man. Fuck it, like what's the worst they're going to say, no? Yeah, exactly. I hit up, uh, what the fuck is that one dude's name? He plays Sergeant Buck.
0: Sergeant Buck?
1: Sergeant Buck. Uh, he was in ODST and uh, Halo 5. He's been in so many fucking games. Goddamn, what the fuck is his name?
0: No, no not Nathan Fillion. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's him. Oh, Nathan
0: Fillion? Okay, okay. That's what
1: I yeah, I hit that fucker up once. Try to get him on a uh, team Phoenix <laughs> once.
0: There you go.
1: Yeah, nothing. That's okay. Uh,
0: that's okay. That's
1: He'll right, regret man. the day. It's cool. Yeah, when that's he comes right. back, I'll still let him on the show. I do not bust balls too much. That's about right,
0: it. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Sergeant <laughs> <laughs> B-uck, Buck or Uck. Buck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, that's um. That's it for us. Don't forget to hit that follow button if you uh, want to know when we're going live. Get notified. Really appreciate it. Appreciate the host tonight, and um, appreciate all chatting it up about the topics. Some uh, some good, some uh, some little little rough to to tackle, but uh, we'll be here hopefully uh, next Friday bringing this uh, podcast to you again. I am Bub Drum. You can find me on all platforms as Bub Drum. That's Xbox, Steam, Origin, Mixer, Twitter. I think I got them all. So just search for Bub Drum. That's B U B D R U M. And you'll find me there. You also, like I said, we have a Discord. I put the link further in the chat. You can scroll up through the chat if you want to join the Fresh Takes Family uh, Discord. And uh, I'll put that in there again. Love to have you there. Chat with us. And DS Claw, where can everybody find you at?
1: Well, now we're narrowing the field. So I'm here on Mixer. I'm on Twitter at the DS Claw. And, uh,. Yeah, I will be a little bit more active here and there as time permits, but I will be a little inactive, kind of here there too. (laughs) So, but it'll level out hopefully by July. That's what I'm hoping. There we
0: go. There we go. I love it. Love it. All right, guys. Thank you all for tuning in. We will see you next time.